words on water. Five years, Hawk has provided innovative solutions in water quality analysis. Their instruments, services, software, and reagents are used to ensure the quality of water in a variety of industries in more than 100 countries. Hawk's mission is to make water analysis better, faster, simpler, greener, and more informative. For more information, visit hawk.com. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Luke. I am very excited to talk about some of the latest trends in uh, water resource recovery systems. And I'm joined by two friends from Hawk. I have Steve Myers and Melody White. They are application development managers. Steve and Melody, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So, you know, we are here uh, just at WefTech time this year. We are virtual with WefTech Connect. It's a time that our industry kind of takes a, a real look at the latest trends and issues and developments and opportunities. So I'm excited to talk to you both. I want to hear maybe what what themes you're seeing in municipal water resource recovery systems as we sit here in 2020? Well, this is an interesting question. So in the past, I think what we've seen, particularly in the, in the wastewater realm, you know, we have supply pumped from the ground or surface water that, that we are typically treated to comply with, say, a Safe Water Drinking Act. And then the next step is we collect that wastewater and we move it quickly downstream to treat it to whatever whatever acceptable standards. So in, you know, in the U.S., that's in PDS standards and then we dispose of that waste water without harming the environment as we shift what we're seeing as a trend and moving into the future is we're managing these resources to generate value for the utility and or its customers the and i say quote unquote wastewater hmm. and its constituents such as nutrients are starting to be seen more as a resource and not that waste. And so we as an industry are starting to take more of what I call a holistic or that big one water approach to the water management. And this applies both not only to the water cycle, what I call the treatment in the nutrients part of it and organics, but also for water reuse. And this is a paradigm shift that, that we're starting to see. Steve? Yeah, the, it's it, absolutely. So the toilet to tap, right? I mean, we've heard this concept for years and years, and and it seems like 2020 is one of the years, at least from our perspective, um, we're seeing the projects really coming to, you know, ramp up, uh, where, where this technology has been vetted, where we're now um, able to, you know, win over maybe some of those public, public opinions in the various communities where water is becoming quite scarce and realizing, yeah, we have this valuable resource rather than shooting it out into uh, the ocean or or what have you in terms of the discharge streams? Uh, definitely, definitely a trend. One of the, I would say uh, to answer your question even further, though, Travis, there's some other interesting things that have popped up this year. 
you know, 2020 is going down in history one way or another, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and of course, the theme number one of 2020 that's on just about everyone's mind is is the coronavirus and our ongoing struggle to uh, make sense of this and get the best of it and, and figure out how to uh, how to live a life normally and and functionally with with this uh, major inconvenience and and tragedy for a lot of people and. I've ha- I've been very motivated by what I've observed in our in our industry, right? So in the water resource recovery industry, we've got we've got some really interesting tech that's been that's being utilized by a lot of communities. Now, I, you know, I wish Hawk was one of the forefront sellers of the qPCR systems that are pulling the uh, the, the the samples and and this and being able to determine like background infection rates in communities, mm. which is a really cool thing that's happening, but where we actually are getting a lot of activity is in our samplers business. So we do have, you know, maybe some folks may not be aware, but in addition to the analytical equipment we have for our bench top and our, our, our treatment systems, we also have automatic samplers, which are used for compliance testing on site, but also by um, collection system managers out in the field to pull a bunch of samples and uh, use them for investigations into what's going on in their systems, treatment optimization or compliance. And this year, absolutely for COVID uh, and testing for where this virus might be, um, might need some closer attention. So some of those places would be universities with dorm dormitories. And of course, that's one of the demographics that has some of the highest infection rates is keeping an eye on, on, on those communities. And so we've seen some requests from customers to, to monitor in, in, in sort of their hotspots or maybe in their collection system in these major trunk lines that would serve a specific region. And so they can get insights uh, maybe even earlier than the outbreak testing that's going on. So that's really cool, and I, it's really fun to see that uh, getting some some traction. And then finally, you know, this year, what I've also, you know, my anecdotal um, observations are a lot of plants have changed, whether permanently or temporarily, how they're doing their staffing, um, hmm. which means they might have these split shifts that don't overlap. So if you get one person who's exposed and they need to quarantine, you don't quarantine your whole, I mean, we're in an essential business here, right? The, the water treatment's not going to stop. Um, and so we're seeing that because of that, there's a, they're being a stretch thin. These, uh, the operation staffs need to figure out how to, how to manage things sometimes more remotely. And so this, this desire for more um, easy access to the information to, you know, to have equipment that's tried and true uh, on the monitoring side, not something that's going to be an experiment or, you know, guinea pig uh, scenario. They want something that's going to work, that's been working for years. And so we're seeing we're seeing that sort of be a, a big priority to uh, a lot of our customer base. Very interesting. The one the one thing that kind of sticks out at me a little bit is, uh, well, uh, there's a lot of great things there, but the idea that water reuse has been talked about for a while. People have been exploring the different solutions uh, and kind of getting comfortable. And now that now we see, like you said, the projects really ramping up and, and spreading out more widely. As someone that thinks water reuse is awesome, I'm glad to hear hear that news. Um, so this, this focus on water reuse and even nutrient recovery is part of uh, resource recovery at, at water facilities. Um, what types of solutions uh, are, are you all uh, working on to help make these things happen? That's a great question. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's something that keeps us nice and, and busy and we love <laughs> it. Um, and, and to your point though, like it's talked about and, and while we see, we're seeing a lot of projects 
come up on, specifically the reuse side. Um, we we also, you know, we know we real we understand that this is regionally based, right? There's going to be different drivers in different regions, and the same thing with nutrients, right? So nutrients is a topic that's been around forever, but uh, it might be new to some regions where where the regulations are eventually getting there. Now, every body of water that we're discharging in has different needs, so we, you know, we've learned that the Puget Sound and and uh, Chesapeake Bay and some of these other really critical bodies of water needed attention quicker and faster, um, and so. Uh, contrast that with my backyard. I live in, in Salt Lake City, Utah area. We've got uh, a big terminal body of water, the Great Salt Lake, where there's still a lot of debate around, is this body of water going to be served by removing nutrients or does it hurt the, the beneficial mm. life forms that exist there? Because it's definitely different than your typical fishable swimmable. But the point <laughs> being is it's a, it's a spectrum. And one of the, the things that we love with Hawk is that we have we have tools across this entire spectrum, right? So if, if you're in a, an area that doesn't have major compliance uh, permits for for nutrients or big drivers for, for reuse, and it's just a matter of testing something on a monthly basis with the grab sample, we've got the benchtop chemistry set and, and tools to do that. But we also can span all the way through to the full online multi-parameter nutrient analyzers that, that cover this whole spectrum. And that's one of the fun things about our job is as uh, as we are application specialists, we have the opportunity to reach into the big tool bag that Hawk has to offer and find the best tool for the job. We're not one, one fortunate thing for us is we're not a company that just has a hammer. And so everything looks like a nail. Mm. We have we have a lot of different options uh, based on the, the customer's needs. So, I mean, we could go into some examples. Um but uh, without getting too much into the weeds, we have our tried and true technology for, for phosphorus and nitrogen monitoring and ammonia monitoring. It's been around for years, but we've also got this new portfolio with, uh, with the acquisition of a, co- a new company um, a couple years ago that's opening the doors to new locations for monitoring for total nitrogen, for total phosphorus, um, using standard methods in an online way, which makes it uh, even easier for our customers to, to get access to the data and get more data. That's very interesting, and it makes a ton of sense that uh, there's the landscape's very different from place to place based on a variety of factors, right? The uh, what's the hydrology? What are the regulations? What's uh, you know what what do these utilities want to do? So you've got to be able to address a lot of variability just a, across the board in these in in these areas of resource recovery, right? And not all, and even within the plant. The, or, or the treatment system or whatever the goal is that the customer needs to, to monitor or take a sample. Um, some technology may not work, some, some may, and, and that's one of the things we get to tackle uh, on a daily basis, especially in the nutrient side of things. That's something that uh, there's so much variability and, and we, like to, we, we like come in with collaborative effort to the table with these engineers and end users of these instruments so that we get the right product for the right application. And, and Melody, I'm sure on the reuse side, she's got some special ex- expertise there. Absolutely. When we when we talk water reuse, um, hopefully everybody on this podcast understand we've got the non-potable and the potable. And particularly with the potable, whether it's indirect or direct potable water reuse, you know, from 2017, I believe the latest research out through 2027, there's an expected 37% growth that's mm. expected to happen. Um, I believe that was put out by the USGS, EPA, and Bluefield Research. 
uh, within the last year. So, so that's big. Here in the U.S., our four biggest states obviously are California, Florida, Texas, and Arizona, um, where we see that. But, but particularly with the potable reuse, there there are some very specific concerns and risks that that must be mitigated. And when we talk about you know solutions to help help meet help minimize those risks you know things such as just as an example you know our TU 5400 turbinometer um, for general drinking water you know we typically use a 5400 but but we've got special algorithms and the ability for membrane monitoring that are used in these applications we've got benchtop and online ATP so the ability to measure ATP and understand really what's what's going on with those with with the system, and then of course we've got you know the full line of process ECAM. I say you know the ORP, the pH, the conductivity, things that we use again to monitor these processes, individual processes within an advanced water treatment facility that are that are critical to be able to minimize these risks, and then. One of the big things that also in many of the regulations in each of these states has to do with TOC, so total organic carbon. And so Hawk offers from what I call the low range part per billion analyzers to the high range, and this could be part per million or, or above. In in water reuse, we we don't get into you know thousands of part per million TOC, but but we certainly have it. And so Lots of technologies, particularly that are being vetted and studied as we speak to understand how 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 they help us monitor and overall understand the risks associated with with the potable reuse. Great. Well, I, you know, I mentioned WEFTEC in the beginning here and one of the uh, how everybody looks forward to learning and uh, discovering what's going on and so forth that that big huge show floor where everybody spends a lot of time we do have an exhibitor showcase this year um, what uh, what can you tell me about some of Hawk's new offerings uh, you know in these in these areas that we've talked about yeah I'll jump in on that one because um, because I want to you know definitely want a chance to talk about you know this weftech uh, it's yeah. going to be very interesting I'm really hoping that the people listening to this, make that choice and, and uh, jump in uh, virtually as best as they can. We definitely are going to miss that uh, interactivity that uh, the, the show floor really just takes up to another level. Uh, but we're, we're doing our best to be ready to promote some of the you know, newer technology that we have out there. And one of the, one of the ones I would like to highlight is we've got, um, so I mentioned before that Hawk had, um, we brought under, into our umbrella of, uh, of, products and, and technologies, a, a whole line of analyzers for all sorts of different parameters. And we call this our, our EZ line, like the letters EZ. Mm. And one of these um, that, that I, I got a paper um, with uh, a, an end user up in Ohio that uh, put one of these in for digester, an anaerobic digester health monitoring. And this is an area that's just been a real challenge. It's a technology, anaerobic digestion has been around for you know, 100 years, believe it or not, uh, but we still have failures. There's still upset digesters that occur all the time in both municipal applications and industrial. And uh, it, it comes down to there's it's, it's sort of there's a lot of variables and it's hard to keep a, a really close eye on to what's going on in there. 
from a leading indicator perspective, but we've got here an online VFA, bravado fatty acid, and alkalinity monitor that uh, has been used to great success um, that we'd like to get the, the word out on this one because it's just, uh, it gives you that real-time feedback on exactly what the health of your digester is, and you can take then you know, proactive operational strategies into account and and, uh, and hopefully and in many cases maximize your, your gas production. And we're getting talking about these resources that can be recovered from our wastewater and and energy is one of those that's in there that we can pull from this water that's got all this bound up energy that if we just treat it right, we can we can uh, make electricity and that's what these anaerobic digesters serve as a, a major purpose is is getting that organic content, breaking it down eventually into methane gas that we can clean up and we can burn and make energy and, and reduce the carbon footprint for our resource recovery facilities. And, and we've got a great tool for making sure that you can maximize that and you don't have downtime. Um, we, we definitely have a lot when it comes to our, our software uh, business. So Hawk is, you know, many people may not be aware, uh, but uh, we do have a very robust uh, software uh, platform and we call this our Claros group. Our, and this is our water intelligence system. Mm. Uh, and we do have a lot of, of new, uh, you know, from a process control standpoint, uh, we have some modules that can be tacked onto existing systems to help automate and, uh, and do exactly what a good operator would do if they could just spend all day doing this one thing. Um, <laughs> so we, we've added chlorination and dechlorination recently to that, those, those range of controls that we have. And then, of course, the uh, interactivity and connectivity of our devices, right? So we we definitely um, are are trying to you know keep the brand name Hawk strong. Of one of you get good value, good good um, data from what our tests or analyzers are giving you, and it's simple to use and and robust and intuitive. And so bringing these two bringing these together from your lab to your process and connecting those instruments and, and helping minimize the touch points for our our customers is also something that uh, we're, we're expanding all the time. And so we definitely would love you to check in on our virtual booth and and see what's new to you because chances are, whether it's brand new to Hawk or just new to you as a potential customer of Hawk's, you know, we, we've certainly got something to talk about. I'm going to jump in here, this Melody again, and, and we've got quite a few things that have launched and are launching on the laboratory side of the house, right? We can't ever forget about the lab. We talk sometimes, we get caught up in process instrumentation and things, but but ultimately it doesn't matter how much automation and and process instruments, we, we still have to, to do things in the lab. And so a couple of, just a couple of things that, that are going on, um, we have, a number of new ammonia ranges and test kits that are that are available. We have a full kit for the Animox process, so a full laboratory kit for Animox for those. Um, we've done some updates to our TrueCal so software that is on our spectrophotometers, and then also in October, a little little sneak peek here. Um, Hawk is getting ready to launch a brand new eChem platform so hopefully we'll be able to to show that to everyone so on our hqd our our portable meters um a little teaser there watch out for some new things that are coming out absolutely we are excited also about 
WefTech Connect and although we'll miss seeing everybody in person, uh, we're excited how this platform, uh, particularly with the Exhibitor Showcase, lets people look for what they're interested in and connect with people and set up meetings and chats and just really, uh, really learn about all the new stuff that's going on. And you all are certainly busy on that front. So uh, yeah, we encourage people to, to check out Hawk's uh, showcase here at WefTech Connect. But uh, Steve and Melody, thank you so much for sharing the latest. Really appreciate it. Thank you much. Yeah, it was thank a pleasure. Thank you very much for having us. Words on water.